Good morning. I hope you had a good week. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, hope you're enjoying these true crime stories. Uh, this week's uh, episode will be Fugitive Roger Robert Fisher. Robert William Fisher, born April 13, 1961, is an American fugitive wanted for the alleged murder of his wife and two children and blowing up the house in which they lived in Scotta, Arizona. On April 10, 2001, he was named by the FBI as the 475th fugitive to be placed on the list of FBI most 10 most wanted for fugitives list on June 29, 2002. Early Life Robert William Fisher was born in Brooklyn, New York in 1961 to William Fisher, a banker, and Jan Howell. He has two, he had, has two sisters and attended Saguaro High School in Tucson, Arizona. His parents divorced in 1976. When he was 15, according to friends and relatives, the divorce was very difficult, leaving long-lasting effects on Fisher. He spoke of it with co-workers at Mayo Clinic Hospital and confided to one associate that his life could have been different if his mother had not left the family. Family Life Fisher, a U.S. Navy veteran, married Mary Cooper in 1987. He has worked as a surgical catheter technician, respiratory therapist, and firefighter as an avid outdoorsman, hunter, and fisherman. Fisher was described as a cruel and distant control freak of a father who was awkward with his children, but tried to hold on to an image as a devoted family man. His mother-in-law, Jenny Cooper, told the visitor that Fisher didn't socialize often with family because of a fear of getting too close to people and losing them. Fisher's mother told the investigators that she had been a yes-sir wife who didn't stand up to her husband. She added that she saw a similar dynamic early in her son's marriage to Mary and had talked to her about her concerns. One close friend of Fisher stated that his family resembled his childhood family. Marital Troubles Fisher had been an active member of the Scottsdale Baptist Church men's ministry, but unlike Mary, he had begun to withdraw from his activities a few months prior to the murders. In 1998, the Fishers went to their church, church's senior pastor for marital counselor, counseling, Fisher told co-workers about a one-night affair with a prostitute he met in a massage parlor. He fretted that Mary would find out that it was the cause of a urinary tract infection that left him ill for several days in December 2000. Fisher told a hunting mate that he was renewing his commitment to his faith and marriage because he could not live without his family, possibly hinting that he would consider suicide or over-divorce. According to psychologists, in an intense fear of loss, an intense fear of loss is not unusual for an individual traumatized by divorce while an adolescent. In the weeks before her death, Mary told several friends that she was going to divorce Fisher, and they reported hearing a loud argument April 9th at 10.30 p.m., approximately 10 hours before their house blew up in an explosion. Triple murder and arson. On the morning of April 10, 2001, Mary was shot in the back of the head, and her children's throats were slashed from ear to ear. In the hours before their house exploded at 8:42 a.m., the firefighters were immediately alerted to the explosion, which was not, which was strong enough to collapse the front brick wall and rattle the frames of neighboring houses for a half mile in all directions. Firefighters kept the 20-foot-high blaze from spreading to other homes. A series of smaller secondary explosions believed to be caused by either rifle ammunition or paint cans forced them to keep the distance. One suffered minor injuries to 
his leg when he lost his balance and fell near the burning house. The gas line from the back of the house's furnace had been pulled out in an attempt to conceal evidence of the homicides. The accumulating gas was later ignited by a candle that Fisher had allegedly lit, waiting for the gas to accumulate and descend to the flame hours after being lit. This delayed fuse would have given Fisher an approximate 10-hour head start in a successful attempt to evade law enforcement. The burned bodies of a woman and two children were found lying in bed in the remains of the burnt outhouse. They were identified as Mary, age 38, and her two children, Brittany, age 12, and Bobby, age 10. Investors theorized that Fisher murdered his family because he felt threatened by Mary's intent to divorce him and didn't want his children to go through what he did as a child. Investigation. Fisher, who had disappeared at the time of the murders, was named as an official and, to date, only person of interest in the case of in the case on April 14, 2001, when Arizona Department of Public Safety officers were instructed in a statewide bulletin to arrest him. On April 20th, the last physical evidence of the Fisher's whereabouts surfaced when police found Mary's Toyota 4Runner and their dog, Blue, in Tonto National Forest near the town of Young, Arizona, 100 miles north of Scottsdale. Although police searched the area around where the car was found, it has been alleged that they did not search the nearby network of caves sufficiently. Several professional cavers have suggested that Fisher used these as a hiding place before escaping, killing himself, or dying from low oxygen levels. On July 19th, a state arrest warrant was issued in Phoenix, charging Fisher with three counts of first-degree murder and one count of arson. Subsequently, he was declared a fugitive, and a federal arrest warrant was issued by the United States District Court for the District of Arizona, charging him with unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. On June 29, 2002, Fisher was named by the FBI as a 475th fugitive to be placed on the 10 most wanted list. He was also on the America's Most Wanted Dirty Dozen list of the show's most This was notorious fugitives and was profiled on The Hunt with John Walsh. The FBI offers a war reward of up to 100000 for information leading to his captures. As of April 2003, FBI had received hundreds and hundreds of leads. However, all reported sightings of Fisher have been inconclusive or false. In February 2004, an individual with a striker physical resemblance to Fisher was arrested in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada by Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Fingerprints eventually confirmed that he was not Fisher. He was held by Canadian police for approximately one week until a family member correctly identified him. The FBI alerted local law enforcement in 2012 that Fisher may be living in the Payson area in Gila County, Arizona. In October 2014, police raided a house in Commerce City, Colorado after receiving a tip that Fisher was hiding there. Despite arresting two eyes, they did not find any sign of Fisher. Fisher is considered armed and dangerous, and extremely dangerous, and has ties to Florida and New Mexico. There has been speculation that he has committed a suicide or started a new life under an assumed identity. FBI agent Caldwell's sense of his personality and habits is that he is arrogant, he's cocky, he's a know-it-all and a loner. He chews tobacco and favors the Copenhagen brand. Sometimes walks in an odd, erect manner with his chest out due to back pain, and is an avid hunter and fisherman. In April 2016, FBI officials and Scottsdale police displayed new age-enhanced photos of Fisher during a news conference on the 15th anniversary of the murders in popular culture. 
The backdoor pilot of the CBS show FBI Most Wanted depicted a, a story nearly identical to Fisher's. It aired on April 2, 2019 as a, episode 18 of season 1 of the CBS show FBI. It was written by Renee Belser and the series, like its parent show, is produced by Dick Wolf. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a good week. Look forward to the holidays during this uh, pan- pandemic. Hope you stay safe. Stay home if you can. Practice social distancing if you do go out. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Use universal precautions during this coronavirus pandemic as we look forward to our normalcy, whatever that may be. Thank you and have a good week.